You're listening to Your High Self Podcast, episode 24, Effective Goal Planning for 2020. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I am so happy to have you here. If you're a new listener, welcome. And if you're returning, thank you for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. So if you are new to me, my name is Shanae, like I said, I'm a retired WBFF Bikini Pro, and this podcast is a way in which I bring you holistic solutions for your fitness, your nutrition, and your mindset, but it is quickly becoming a personal development podcast, and that's okay. Um, So it is December at the time of this recording, and you know, everyone is talking about 2020, it's the start of a new decade, and honestly, I, I I do love New Year's, I really love that like magical feeling of a new chapter and just like a fresh start, um, so because of that, I wanted to bring you an episode today to help you set some effective goals um, for 2020, and if you want to take that with me to the next level. Join me for an online workshop on December 20th. We're going to do a masterclass on goal planning. Um, It's a goal setting masterclass and it is going to be a really, um, the word that comes to mind is intensive, but not intensive, but like um, immersive experience. Um, we're going to go through a five-step process, reflection, growth, assessment, anticipation, and planning to get you all set up. So it's going to be December 20th, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Friday evening. So let's hang out, um, bring your tea, get cozy, bring your slippers. Uh, It's going to be so much fun. So that's if you want to take this a step deeper. Today in this episode, I'm going to outline for you my three-step process of goal setting. Um, So just like a really mini, mini portion of goal setting that I will teach you in the masterclass. And my biggest tip for making this all work for you. Um, Before we get into that, I do got to say though, every day is a new moment to have a fresh start, to make your life better, to improve yourself. You don't have to wait until January 1st to put these goals into action. Like if there is a goal that you want to accomplish in December, you can take what I'm about to tell you and you can make it happen for yourself today. So just so you know, PSA. So let's get into it. So put me on pause if you need to and go ahead and grab a journal or a notebook And um, you can also scroll down to the show notes if you kind of just want to see everything laid out for you there. Um, But the first thing when we are creating goals is to create an emotional connection with your goal. And by that, what I mean is how do you want to feel? I used to always make goals just based on like statistics or the number or what kind of sounded good. For the longest time, I really wanted to win a pro show, and I did get second once, I got very close, but I always was just thinking about the outcome rather than how I wanted to feel. So as I was competing over and over and over again, I still never felt fulfilled because instead of aiming for a feeling for my goal, I aimed for an expectation and an outcome. 
So that's why creating an emotional connection to your goals and really asking yourself how do I want to feel is key. And this is layered in two ways. So the first way is the actual goal that you set for yourself. It's got to be important to you. Like, you know, we talk about what's your why all the time and as cliche as it sounds, it's really true. And if you can't figure out a very deep connection to your goal and a really, really resonating why, you're not going to be committed to it because you're only committed, like you are only consistent with something you are committed to. That's it. So I used to, um, I still am a personal trainer, but when I first started in personal training, I worked at Equinox and um, I was new. So I had new client assessments every week. I'd have like five. And the first session with a new client assessment is you go into this little room <laughs> and it was kind of creepy because it was right next to the laundry room. I'd be like, follow me. And we sit in this little room and I would talk to them for an hour and they would say, I want to lose weight. And I would ask why? Well, I want to fit into my clothes again. And then I'd ask why? Well, um, I have all these pretty dresses that I've never put on and they're just sitting in my in my closet. Well, why is it important? And then and, you know, I just asked why. And I would ask why five times. And then I'd finally get to the root of the problem or like the deep emotional connection to why they wanted to achieve that goal. So the first thing she told me was, I just want to lose weight. But after asking why five times, it's so that she can keep up with her kids again, so that she could wear all those dresses that she had made and bought for herself. So when you connect your goal to an emotional connection, what's another one? This one is this one is actually really good. Just to give you guys another example. Um, this woman wants to build muscle. She wants to feel strong. And I was like, she looks pretty good. I was like, all right, why do you want to build muscle? Well, I want to be able to feel like I can defend myself. And I was like, okay, why do you want to be able to defend yourself? Well, I always got bullied as a kid and I didn't like it. And I was like, okay, well, why didn't you like it? Well, I'm the youngest of five kids and they always picked on me and always told me I was so skinny and I just never really liked it. And I was like, okay, well, why is it important for you to feel as if you were strong because um, you're not a little kid anymore? And the last thing she said was, you know, I, I, I want to feel strong because I want to feel like I can stick up for myself and so that my brothers, my older brothers, my older sisters will, will accept me because she didn't feel accepted or seen or included because she was always like the frail, tiny, youngest sister. And when we connected to that, I saw just... <laughs> First of all, I saw her inner child, right? I saw that little girl inside of her who was just really needing of love. And we trained and every single time we worked out and she would want to quit, I'd always remind her, you're doing this for that little girl. You're doing this for that little girl that felt so weak all the time. You're doing this for that little girl who never got picked and you're picking her and you're standing up for her and you're getting strong for her. And that's why you're here. That's why you're working out. And um, it's very motivating and it really kept her committed and consistent to her goals. So that's one layer of why an emotional connection is going to is so important. If you don't know what your emotional connection is, just ask yourself why five times and you'll get there. The other layer, like I had mentioned very first is um, how do you want to feel? Because if you're just choosing goals for the sake of choosing goals, like, oh, I want to win my pro card, or I want to do a competition, um, or I want to get abs, or I want to start a business, and you don't have a feeling attached to that, 
you're never going to be proud of yourself. So um, that's kind of what happened to me is I, I had set all these goals. I achieved all these goals, but I wasn't happy. So you want to make sure that the goals that you're setting for yourself are not at the sake of your happiness. <sighs> I just ran out of breath. So I think I say this all the time, but make sure that that mountain that you're climbing is a summit you want to see. And that you will make sure that's the summit you want to see if you're going by how you want to feel. So if you tell me you want to be happy and feel freedom, but the goals that you're chasing actually make you feel constricted and not free, then those are not the goals that you should be chasing for. Maybe those are goals that you just feel like you should be going after or that you should be doing or that's someone else's dream and not yours. So super, super important. If you don't believe in your goals, you're less likely to achieve them, period, period. Self-belief is the number one ingredient in achieving any sort of goal. Okay, moving on. Number two is once you've got your goal set, so let's take something kind of arbitrary like, I don't know, I have so many. We can go fitness, nutrition, or mindset. Um, Ooh, let's set a mindset goal. So say it's one of the mindset goals is you want to become confident enough to um, maybe either start your own business or write a book or um, get out of a relationship, like whatever it is, like write it at the top of the page. And I want you to reverse engineer that. We're going to reverse engineer it quarterly, monthly, weekly, then daily. So I pick mindset goals because mindset goals are the hardest. We just don't know where to start. It's so easy to write a goal like, I'm going to make $100,000 and, you know, reverse engineer that. So much easier. Not easy to do and to accomplish, but easy to kind of map out. Mindset goals are a lot harder. Nutrition goals are a lot harder. Fitness goals, semi-hard. I mean, it's pretty general, right? It's like, well, if I want to lose 10 pounds, then okay, I want to, you know, I need to do X, Y, Z, but we're not here to lose weight. So we're not going to use that. So when you reverse engineer a goal, we're going to do quarterly first. So that's going to be, um, you know, three months out of the year. And what you want to do is you want to pick through, uh, four big, mm, think of them as like mile markers, like four big buckets that need to happen in order for that big goal to happen. Um, and then out of the quarterly, you're going to break that down into monthly. So every quarter I would only have one main focus and then you break that main focus down into monthly goals and themes. So let's go with the mindset goal. So maybe the first quarter, the mindset goal of you having confidence is, um, signing up for a program or hiring a coach or, um, committing to doing something that you're scared of. Even like things like running a half marathon um, signing up for a dance class, like those are actually really, they sound not important, but those small steps and those small little jumps that you take are going to set you up to jump over those cliffs. Remember how we talked about this? I think it was like episode two or three on, um, how to create courageous confidence. You have to set yourself up small. If you can't get even the smallest things like um, what is something really small, like signing up for a dance class, if you can't get yourself to do that, there is no way you're going to be confident enough to like put yourself out there to have your own business to write a book to be that confident, like set yourself up for success and start to build that evidence for yourself and that self belief and trust. So say that first quarter is you're going to sign up for a dance class, then that first month is is going to be like finding the dance class, maybe you commit to 
finding four different areas or like four different classes and trying them all out and seeing what you like best. And then the best part is you'll realize you meet your goals so much faster. Like it's not going to take you a full year to accomplish your goal of doing that. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It will take you a full, it will, won't take you a full year to accomplish your um, mindset goal of being more confident because after the first month, you'll feel so much more confident because you push yourself to go to that dance class. I hope that making sense. Anyhow, once you reverse engineer your goals, what you're going to do is you're going to start to keep a journal towards your goals and write things down. So you can use your daily journal. Um, if you are following me, I hope you're journaling because I talk about it all the time. And um, in your journaling outline, we're going to add something. And this is from Ms. Rachel Hollis, who you guys probably know. I was at her Rise Business Conference this year. And um, she gifted us the Start Today journal. And, you know, I looked at it and I was like, you write the same thing down every day. And then I started doing it. And I was like, oh, this actually works. So what you're going to do is you're going to write down your 2020 goals in past tense. So if that goal was, I have the confidence or to um, write a book that the, what you write down was, I wrote a book. I um, love myself. I stopped speaking negatively to myself. My body is no longer a reflection of who I am. I started a new Instagram page for my blog right? Like you write it in past tense and you're going to write it every day. And I know that sounds crazy. When I first saw her journal, I was like, we have to write the same thing every day, (laughs) but it works. So now after you write down your goal in past tense, you're then going to go into your intention section like normal. So we've got gratitude, energy, and then our new one, write our goals down. And then you go into your intention section and you write down in your intention for that day, who do I have to be in order to get thing like in order to have these goals be met okay and then under that you're going to write down kind of like the aligned actions towards your task um so backing it up a little bit when you're doing your quarterly monthly and weekly and daily goals once you get down into the monthly when you go to the weekly you should be outlining your weekly tasks in ceo sunday so ceo sunday is your sunday hour time block where you sit down and you block out your week. What do you need to get done? What do you need to do? Who do you need to call? What um, things do you need to you know cross off on your list? And you give yourself three tasks to do daily. So no more than three. That way you are not putting so much on your plate and you're being realistic about what needs to get done. So that way also during the week, you are executing on the tasks that you set for yourself on Sunday. You're not getting bogged down in the day-to-day minutia of, okay, what do I have to do today? And I bring this up because this is something that I struggle with. Um, If I do not write down on Sunday what my tasks are and have them like outlined in my planner, then I will go off the deep end. A whole three days will go by and I will have nothing done because I tend to not be focused if I don't write things down. And maybe you're not like me, but just in case you are, it's okay to be like that. Like it's okay not to be so, be able to be so mentally focused all the time. I can be, but not when I'm left up to my own What's that word I'm looking for? 
when you're left up to your own desires. Like if I just sit down and I'm like, oh, what do I feel like doing today? Nothing gets done. But if on Sunday, I do CEO Sunday, I write down all my tasks for the week and then I put them into my planner and then I assign them daily, then I'm fine. So now going back to your journal, you should already know what your three priorities that day are. So you write that down and your intentions are based on that. So who do I need to be in order to get this task done? I hope that makes sense. I'm like running out of breath today, you guys. I don't know if it's because I'm talking fast or I just ate some cake and so my blood sugar is high, but if I feel like I'm panting, that's why. We're just going to keep this in because we're being real. Okay, so hopefully you are on board with me. So just to kind of recap those three things, create an emotional connection with your goal. Why is it important to you? And then how do you want to feel at the end? Number two, reverse engineer. Quarterly, monthly, weekly, daily. In the goal setting masterclass, we're going to go over this personal, um, professional, financial, spiritual, physical. So we go all deep into it. After you reverse engineer for your weekly and daily, you make sure that's happening on CEO Sunday. You make sure you know what one thing you need to do that week in order to meet your goal that month, in order to meet your goal that quarter, in order to meet your goal that year. You see how this all works? Once you got your CEO Sunday done, you know what your weekly and daily tasks are, you keep your journal. In your journal, you write down what your goal was in past tense like you already achieved it. You're going to use the intention section to write down what your intention is um, on like who you need to be in order to get those aligned actions done. And then number four, share your goals, but there is a caveat. I would not share them on social media. This is because it is actually proven um, that whenever you share your goals on social media or just like to a big group of people, um, you have less motivation to achieve it because you already got that dopamine hit like you already achieved it. Quick story. I had uh, this girl I used to know and she always wanted to do a bikini competition and she talked about it all the time, all the time. She probably started and quit I'm not even exaggerating, probably like six or seven different competition preps. And each time she started again, it was like this whole like, like explanation on social media and at the gym. And it was like, I'm prepping and like, you know, her starting photos. And she just was so gung ho about the announcement. And then she never achieved her goal. And being a good friend, one time I sent her the link to an article that said, You shouldn't announce your goals if you have a track record of not achieving them. So we do need accountability systems. We do want to share our goals with some people or in some way to keep you accountable, like build in that system. Um, And you want to put out there in the universe, right? But if you know that you are less likely to achieve it when you announce it, like don't announce it. Silently grind away. And then announce your achievement versus announcing your intentions. I heard Trent Shelton say that, and I thought that was brilliant. So that is it. There we go. That is an effective way for you to set and plan goals for 2020. Um, I just want to remind you that you just need to stay committed and consistent towards your goals. 
Um, don't just make your goals once and forget about it. Remind yourself consistently about them and what they mean to you. Who do you like, like if you don't achieve this goal, like who misses out? Or like, if you don't achieve this goal, like what do you miss out on? Like, what is at stake if you don't put your best foot forward and do it? And then you can even like go forward with this. And I love visualization and just visualizing like, when I achieve this goal, like, who am I? How do I feel? What are the thoughts that I have? What am I wearing? What am I doing? What does my house look like? Um, how do my, how are my relationships? How have my relationships changed when I achieve this goal? Um, what does my life look like when I get to this place that I want to get to these goals? I want to achieve this feeling that I want to feel. Um, I can honestly say, the life I live now, it's 2019, is one that I wrote about in my journal in 2014, 2013, 2014. I envisioned um, working from home. I, you know, wrote this down all the time. I have my own business. I'm able to work from home. I inspire and coach hundreds of women around the world. Um, I you know, doing that this day and it's in the thousands, there's thousands of you that listen to this podcast. I'm so, so, so grateful. Um, and this has happened. I've had this success and this achievement because I created emotional connections with my goal, because I wrote down that they happen in the past tense, because I reminded myself constantly of who needs me and if I don't show up and be this person like what's at stake and what's at risk and what you know just I know someone out there needs me I know my voice matters and so that's what's kept me motivated the last five years when I was in a relationship who said no one was gonna hire me right so anyhow I just want you to know that this works but it only works if you put in the work and this is the work. So if you want to do more work, like I said, join me on December 20th for a masterclass. You can sign up at the link down in the show notes. It's going to be $20 and we're going to have a really good time. I'm guessing it's going to probably be like an hour to 90 minutes, um, but I'm not on a timeline. So however long we stay on, we stay on and um the camera will be on for everyone so you can ask questions, we can share our goals, we can come together as a community of like-minded women who are on their journey to their highest selves and who love goal planning. <laughs> I'm probably not the only one. I love goal planning. So anyhow, I hope this episode was helpful. Um, take a screenshot, share it on your story, tag me in this goal setting that you're doing. Um, and yeah, I will see you guys next week, same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Love you so much. Have an amazing day.